0: Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography, the podcast where real couples like us candidly navigate the journey to a healthier, more connected life. Join us as we share personal experiences, expert insights, and practical tips to help you thrive in your relationships and break free. Together, let's repair and build a rock-solid connection, becoming a couple that can overcome any challenge. You're listening to the Self Mastery Podcast, where we break through barriers holding you back from becoming who you want to be. Whether you're struggling with pornography, overeating, social media addiction, or just want to get better at succeeding at life, this podcast is for you. Now your host, Zach Spafford. Hey everybody, and welcome to another beautiful Mastery Monday here on the Self Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Spafford. This week, I really want to talk to you about willpower. Willpower, uh, the name of this podcast is going to be Willpower is the Wrong Tool. Every time I meet with a client, I hear something along these lines. I try to stop, but I just can't. I've been fighting through this my whole life. My whole world is burning down because of this addiction. I'm keeping it at bay, but I want to be free from this. This is the place most of us go to when we try to stop a habit in our lives. Most of us try to use willpower to change our habits. In fact, I get comments like this on my Facebook page all the time. And these are the most interesting comments because it's people who, you know, they, they don't really have any idea what it's like to deal with this addictive behavior. But they say things like, oh, just stop it. That's the key is just stopping it. And maybe you've heard this from, you know, a friend or a spouse or a bishop or, you know, something similar to this. And it's that kind of thinking that brings this language, the language that we use about our addictive behavior habits, to a battle. It's that keeping it at bay and believing you could lose everything, as you know, I had another client put it that way, that is hindering your progress. Willpower is not the thing that's going to get you all the way there. So many of us have put our fullest attentions and greatest efforts into quitting pornography, only to be drawn back into it after a period of living sober. I have a client who signed up for my... Individual coaching two weeks ago, and he had the entire year of 2019 sober. He was sober, he was clean, he was clear from pornography for an entire year. So, if you've had some period of sobriety and then you've been drawn back into it, you understand what I'm talking about. And this is because we use willpower to fight what has become our most difficult habit. Willpower is a recipe for short term gains and long term struggle because willpower. Is a trap. I actually have been reading a book that's called Change Anything. It's a great book and it talks about this in depth. It talks about how we may have half a dozen things influencing us to continue a habit while employing just one strategy to negate it. The book also demonstrates that it is not about some innate ability or capacity that makes us stronger than our friends or our peers. Quote, People often believe that their ability to make good choices stems from nothing more than their willpower, and that their willpower is a quality they're born with, or they're not. They eventually stop trying altogether. The willpower trap keeps them in a depressing cycle that begins with heroic commitment to change, which is followed by eroding motivation and terminated inevitably by relapse into old habits. Then... When the built-up pain of their habits becomes intolerable, they muster up another heroic but doomed attempt at change. Willpower is what we think we lack when we tell ourselves that we just didn't want to quit bad enough. Willpower can only take you so far because your brain is not designed to use willpower for lasting change. Willpower is strictly a short-term tool. The problem with willpower is that it is a power of struggle. When we use willpower, we're simply fighting. We're battling out against the one person we can't beat, ourselves. There's this new film. I, I've, I've only seen the trailers. I haven't actually seen the films. I think it's called Gemini Man, where I think that it is essentially the premise of the film that Will Smith fights himself, right? Like that's the, almost the entire battle or the entire idea of the film. That resistance, that battle, that warrior mentality, it's costly, it takes a lot of mental energy to fight yourself. It takes a lot of mental energy to you know, beat up on yourself and get past something that really is an ingrained habit. That resistance, that battle, that warrior mentality, that is going to cost you so much energy. In Change Anything, the premise of the book is that you can change anything you want in your life if you have the right skills. In my individual coaching sessions, I teach people a lot of skills. The webinars I do are about teaching people skills. Today I'm going to teach you the first of three essential skills that I will be teaching live on a webinar on June 17th. So if you're interested in attending that, please go to my website, ZachSpafford.com, and click on Free Coaching Call. That will take you to a Zoom registration page where you will get all the info you need to join that call. If you want to stop using pornography, you need to know how to do these three things that I'm going to teach on that webinar. I only have time for the first one today, but this skill alone will make a huge difference in your life. One of the most important skills you can learn is how to say no to your urges to go down that rabbit hole. Think about how you say no when you really, really mean it, especially with something that might frustrate you. If someone is repeatedly trying to get you to do something and you don't like it, you say no, right? There's that abruptness. There's clenching. There's tightening against the thing that you're saying no to. It doesn't feel good, but what I want you to see and what I want you to learn today is that saying no doesn't have to be a battle. I really like the phrase, I can, but I choose not to. How different that is and feels makes a big difference when we say no. And this takes practice. This is not the language that we use when we're usually fighting our pornography use. We usually use battle language. We fight because we think that our urges have power. And I want you to know urges don't have power. So let me explain how your urges don't have power, because I think this is going to be really instructional for a lot of people out there who think, oh, this urge comes, and I have to fight it, and if I don't fight it, it's going to overtake me. But I want you to just come down this path with me for a minute. Food is a really good way to analogize to pornography use, because unlike drugs or alcohol, food and human sexuality are innate they're with us from the beginning and the process is one of understanding how to properly regulate the flow and the usage of the two rather than avoiding it altogether. So, if you think of your favorite food, one of the things that I am not sure I could live without in this life is root beer floats. I'm very good at those. I uh, I make amazing root beer floats. I drink amazing root beer floats. I very rarely to never say no to a root beer float that shows up in my life. Like, if you showed up at my door and were like, hey, I don't know you, but here's a root beer float, I'm pretty sure that I would let you in. If you wanted to poison me or drug me, hand me a root beer float. I have tasted all of the types of root beer I have come across, and I know which types of root beer go best with which types of ice cream. That's how much root beer floating I do. But here's the thing. My urge to drink a root beer float... Has no power. The same way my urge to use pornography has no power. So if you're someone who eats too much, or you you think you know, I need to I need to stop overeating. This is also a great analogy for for that, and you can use this same technique when it comes to your food consumption. Okay, and I use this analogy in my coaching, which I heard from another coach. And I ask, when you have the urge to drink a root beer float, what do you have to do to get it? And sometimes they'll just say, well, I just go and I have I drink one. And that's really interesting, right? And I think we all kind of think, oh, well, I have this urge, and then all of a sudden, I'm drinking a root beer float. And I and my follow up question to that is usually, oh, that's it. There's only one step here, right? At this moment, people go, well, no, there's lots of steps, but I don't want I don't really want to go into it. And that's the same thing that we do when it comes to our pornography use. We think, Oh, I go from point A to point Z and I didn't even think about any of the letters in between. And this is where I want you to go to understand how little power your urges have over you. Because when you understand that there are lots of points in between, then you begin to see the process and you begin to exercise the ability and the control and the and the capacity to say no, which is what which is what I'm teaching you about right here, right? So, let's go to the first step. First, you have to get up from where you are, wherever you are, right? Then assuming that you have what you need in the house, right? Because you might not have it at the house. You might have to go somewhere to get it. But we're going to just assume that you have what you need right there in the house. You have to go to the kitchen and you get a glass. And then you have to get a spoon. And then you have to go where the root beer is and you have to get that. Then you have to go where the ice cream scoop is, and you have to get that. Then you have to go to the freezer, which for me is in the basement. So I have to go down the stairs. I have to open the freezer. I have to get the ice cream. Then I have to go back upstairs. And then once we've gotten through all these steps, usually what I ask is, so now you have everything all in one place. Have you had your root beer float? Have you drunk your root beer float? The answer is obviously no. So I say, okay, now what do you have to do? And they say, well, I scoop the ice cream into a cup and then I pull, open the root beer and I pour some into that cup as well. And for me, I personally, I like my root beer blended into the ice cream. So I pick up the spoon and I stir the two together. And then the question becomes, have you drunk the root beer float yet? No, obviously not. You've you've, you've just stirred it. You haven't even put it up to your mouth. Well, so what's next? You pick up the cup and then you put it to your mouth. And have you drunk the root beer float once you've put the root beer float to your mouth? No. You still haven't drunk it yet. Then I pour that first mouthful into my mouth. Still not drunk yet, right? Because I haven't swallowed. Now, I am someone who loves and enjoys root beer floats, so I kind of leave it in my mouth there for a little bit. I try not to drink too much root beer float, so I, I try to savor every swallow. So then, after I've left it in my mouth for a minute and I've savored the, all the delicious flavors of the ice cream and the vanilla and the root beer all coming together... Then I finally swallow. I want you to look back over that process. I want you to see how many steps there were. Do you see how all along the way, with a dozen or more moments, there were all these points of consent to the urge? At any moment, all along that way, all along that process, there was the possibility of saying no. The possibility of stopping the process all the way up to the moment that I had the float in my mouth before I swallowed, I could have spit that out and said, no, right? In the long run, you can't just rely on willpower. I mean, how many of us have resisted and white knuckled until we couldn't do that anymore? We have all done that if we've had some decent period of sobriety without these new techniques that I'm gonna teach you, right? This is a process of teaching your brain to be curious about what's happening in your body and in your brain to understand the urges and help you see them as unnecessary. So here's the really interesting thing about lots of urges. Your brain thinks they're totally necessary. Your lower brain thinks that pornography is necessary. That lower brain of yours tells you that this is pleasurable and it's going to help you avoid the pain of this moment and that the cost is so low as to be negligible and all of that means that this activity will keep you alive. But it isn't going to keep you alive. Pornography isn't necessary for your survival. You know this, even if your lower brain pretends that it is necessary. You know that it's not. So is it a problem that you have an urge to view pornography or to escape your feelings because you are lonely or frustrated or upset or even that you're aroused? No. The problem comes when you say no to the urge. In that moment is the moment we usually go to battle. So instead of going to battle and clenching and being abrupt and fighting the urge, I personally, I simply say I can but I choose not to. That is my favorite way of saying no because it accepts my agency. It owns the agency that I have, right? Because in in saying I can, I am saying yes, I have the capacity to do this. But I also have that declination. I decline the invitation. I decline the urge in that phrase, right? I can but I choose not to. Saying no doesn't have to be a battle. To be successful at overcoming pornography use, taking your brain away from willpower and struggle and bringing it to calm and reason yields a result that is so much more successful. The skill here is learning to say no without the angst, without the fight, without the battle. Like when your daughter asks you if she can drive the car, you wouldn't get upset. You would just say something like, no, honey, four-year-olds aren't allowed to drive cars. That's the same feeling that you want to bring to this no. You want to bring love and understanding for the person that you are and why that urge might be interesting. The skill to stop and say no is one that can be the beginning of your personal empowerment in the process of deconditioning the urges and habits that have been holding you back from becoming the person that you want to be. And when it comes from that place of love and understanding and willingness to accept that, yeah, This is what I'm feeling right now. This desire exists, and I'm not going to fight with it. I'm simply going to allow it to exist, but I'm also not going to give into it. I'm not going to give into it. I'm not going to fight it. I'm going to see it where it is, and I'm going to say, no, thank you, though, in a way that both loves me and treats me as a wonderful person that I am. I think you all agree that I'm wonderful. I hope you <laughs> maybe you don't. But saying no in a way that is loving and cares about the person that you are and cares about the relationship that you have with you, that this is, you know, it's that perfect replacement for all that willpower you've been using to fight with yourself in a never-ending battle of strength that you can, by the way, never win. Overcoming pornography isn't about willpower. It's about finding the right tools and then becoming proficient practitioners of the craft of self-mastery. And this is what saying no means. This is a skill wherein you learn to simply step back from the emotion, step back from the urge, step back from everything that you think that should be. And by the way, a lot of times we feel bad about this urge. We feel bad about the fact that it even exists And we think, why should we have to deal with this? You know, we have done everything that we can. We're trying to be good people. And we shouldn't feel bad for saying no. Because it does feel bad to say no, actually, by the way. If you haven't noticed this, you probably have, right? Saying no feels uncomfortable. Saying no, rather than saying yes to the urge, takes you to a place where you have to deal with some uncomfortable feelings. Right? When you go down the path of saying yes, it doesn't feel terrible in the beginning. It only feels terrible after the fact. But in the moment, when you say no to that path of going down the rabbit hole, you feel uncomfortable. You feel the disquiet of whatever stress or frustration or whatever it is that you're dealing with in that moment. And you have to feel that fully rather than buffered away with pornography and the arousal and all the excitement that comes along with that. So understanding that saying no is totally not comfortable is an important step in this process and feeling all the way through that so that your no is kind and loving and faithful to the person that you wanna be as a human, right? That's who you wanna be. You wanna be someone who's kind and loving to others and to yourself. And when you say no in this moment, and anywhere along that path, rather than berating yourself for getting halfway down that path, rather than saying you're a bad person for going down the stairs to get the ice cream, you wanna say, oh, I I see where I am right now. I I can continue this, but I'm gonna choose not to. And that no is worth so much when it comes to this thing that we have traditionally made a struggle and puts it into a category of oh no 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 i can be kind to me and i can stop using pornography that is so valuable because it will one it'll make you feel better and two it'll bring you that much further guys this week i used a different mic so hopefully the sound quality is coming through better i'm trying to figure out this podcasting thing i'll be honest with you it's both easier and more complicated than I thought it would be. So thank you so much for listening. Please share this podcast with anyone who might be able to use its content. You know, Everything on here is a tool that I believe can help you become a better person, and I hope that you find some value in what's going on here. Please feel free to email me at info at if you have any questions, if you have any topics that you would like me to cover. I would happily cover them for you uh, on on the podcast here. Also, feel free to go on to my website, zacksbafford.com and set up a free consult. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to help you begin the process of overcoming this addictive behavior in your life. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Hey, thanks for listening to the self mastery podcast. Every day I get requests from people who are looking to change something in their life. If that is you, if you need help overcoming your addictive behavior like pornography use, sign up for a free mini session at zackspaffordcom slash work with me. That's zackspaffordcom slash work with me. I'll put a link in the show notes for you to follow. Also, it would mean the world to me if you were to leave a review for us, wherever you get your podcast, it'll go a long way to helping others find us. Thanks again.